One more time, kiddies, before Devil's Night. You are under my power. Look into the hypnotic eye and repeat after Mr. Lobo. I, as an initiated member of Cinema Insomnia and a regular listener of We Talk Games, do solemnly swear to listen to the October Spooktacular, the whole October Spooktacular, and nothing but the October Spooktacular, so help me Mr. Lobo. You're not dreaming. This is the final chapter of what we like to call the We Talk Games October Spooktacular 2017. I'm your humble horror host, Mr. Lobo. Tonight's feature will change you forever. It's called Mutant Night. But first, turn down all the lights, close your eyes, and let us take you back, back, back to a dimly lit video arcade in 1987 where hideous mutants feast on your quarters. Trick or treat, don't answer the door on Mutant Night! Insert coins. Welcome to the We Talk Games Arcade Weekly Spooktacular! We're wrapping up Spooktacular today. I'm one of your hosts, Wiggly of Trapdoor. On the Skype pipe is Chris Nicobun. I see the light at the end of this spooky tunnel. You will, but... It will take you a long time to get there. I almost said the F word, and I'm trying to keep it work safe. <laughs> because this game is crazy, and as Mr. Lobo explained, we're talking about Mutant Knight, Mutant Knight from 1987. Mutant Knight, odd name for this game, but I guess it's okay. Because you're sort of like the Adaptoid or the Residents. Adaptoid from Marvel Comics, if you remember that guy, he was this giant guy with like a... His head was sort of like a sideways hammer, and he had one eye. I think he only had a mouth. I don't even think he had eyes. I think that was his name, Adaptoid, because I get him confused with Mimic, who was just a man that was able to be every member of the original X-Men. I know it's he's not Mimic. And then I think Toad, but I mean not the Toad from the X-Men as well. I know he was an android, and he could do different stuff. And he was scary, and I loved him. So he sort of looks like a white version of that, pure white version of that, with a cute little blue eyeball. He's cute. Cute little eyeball. And his name is Mr. Mutant Knight. I don't know. Does he have a name? Uh, Yeah, well, this was only released in Japan, and then they called him Mutron-kun, or probably Mutron-kun. Oh, so Mutant Boy. Basically. Yeah. Mutant Kid. Kiddo. 
Uh, this game also was called Carpal Tunnel 2017. Yeah, or punch your screen forever. <laughs> and that's not to say it's a bad game. Uh, this is one of those games where you can beat the levels, but you think you can't. But unlike other games, when you get better at the level, this game, you sort of get lucky and better at the level. Luck yeah, it's, it's about 60% luck, 40% learning yes. when to when you might get lucky. Uh, the checkpointing right. is really forgiving, at least, but yeah. you're still putting in money to get to those checkpoints. Dude, it would cost you $1,000 to beat this game, and I'm not kidding. I'm good at games, but this game is uh, very difficult. So once again, you're this little white giant-headed fellow with one eyeball in the middle, and you have a little tiny body is so cute he's sort of like pillsbury doughboy except a, a lot more japanesey and a lot less yes. articulated but he moves very well a lot of good animation for the main character uh, you walk left to right very static backgrounds but very well rendered backgrounds and you fight different types of mechanical things so i don't know why they're mutants because they're pretty much robots I think you're the only mutant ah. as Mutron Coon. And, you know, it's your night. It's your night to shine. It's your night to cry. Which happens want. during the day. Yes. Surprisingly, in the desert sometimes. Yes. Sometimes you go the same stage. You go from this internal esophagus to an internal robot area out to a desert and then in some <laughs> octopus water or something uh yeah and then you're in hell like it's just fire it's oh just yes fire. yes 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 so that's basically what we got we got a guy going from left to right and he shoots so we'll talk about more about his positive points more about the negative points but first i want to talk about a little bit of making mechanics as soon as i started playing this i said this is just like rabiolepis and then i played rabiolepis which was by oh jesus victory I know it was licensed to Midway and uh, in America, and they called it Rabbit Punch or something like that. But I played most of these two games I'm going to mention on the PC Engine. So Rabiolepis. And then I played Rabiolepis, and I said, this is nothing like Rabiolepis. I meant Atomic Robo Kid, because some of these assets are from Atomic Robo Kid. And indeed, both games were made by UPL. UPL created Mutant Knight, and we like to talk about Universal, which is UPL. And UPL also created Atomic RoboKid, but RoboKid came out in... Atomic RoboKid actually came out a year after this, in 88. Uh, This was 87. It was the same game designer, and they did... Oh, it was? Yeah, I don't don't know if the assets were directly reused. Some of the satellite-y type of things, and definitely some of the feel. And what a jump in technology between 87 and, and 88 with Atomic RoboKid. Oh, totally. Yeah. Atomic RoboKid was a lot more realized, and it was a lot more like a classic type of shooter with uh, one level of parallax, but it didn't matter because it was rendered so beautifully. And the parallax sort of happened not only horizontally, but also a little bit vertically in the caves. So it sort of gave you even more than Darius would give you. It sort of gave you a little bit of feel like, that is way in the background, because when I go up, it, it moves down a tiny bit. Atomic Robo Kid is really cool to me. Uh, in my humble opinion, I don't want to sound like Dick Tracy. Uh, you, that was cool. 
Remember Madonna was dating uh, Warren Beatty? Yeah, Warren Beatty. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. So Warren Beatty uh, went to a Madonna show and he came back and he said, oh, no, I think he said, that was neat. And then, (laughs) then after he left, and like, I think they were dating at that time. And after he left, everyone freaking was not just making fun of him, but like uh, making fun of him into the ground about saying that it was neat or neato or whatever. Like, oh, that guy's a hundred. And I felt, I felt sorry for him. But boobs. So that's yeah, what happened and, there. And he was dating Madonna, so I think yeah. he wins that round. He does win. Hey, who's more of a dork? Someone that says neato or someone who goes down on a guy that says neato? Is that work safe? I think it is. Could go downtown to Chinatown. Yeah. Yeah. So play Atomic Robokid. I really like that. Plus, it's more diverse and it's only 20 levels. We will talk about Mutant Knight and Mutonokun. Mutinokun. What's his name? Mutron. Mutron. Oh, Mutron. Now, Mutron is uh, interesting, isn't it? Maybe. Because it's sort of like Maybe. Neutron. Ah, uh, yeah, that might be where they're going. I wasn't even thinking of that. I was just like, okay. Do you think Neutron? Do you think Mutron is the way they say mutants? I don't. I don't think so. I don't, not like not generally, but I think maybe like Tron, maybe that was a nod too. Maybe he's a robot as well, but less robot-y. Okay. I, I really did like the uh, visual contrast. Like, he looks hand-drawn. Oh, uh, yeah. Where the enemies are all uh, pretty much straight up uh, rendered. And static. Very static. Very few frames of animation. But he looks so fluid on yeah. top of there. Yeah. Oh, man. I really like this game. You got to see this guy, and you, you will be able to see him on the... Um, on the album cover, if you could ever figure out how to see album cover. I have been changing the album cover of our entire program on each episode so that in iTunes it will show that episode's cover art. So when you put it on your iPod or even in some other type of player, instead of showing the main art, which you're only supposed to have one main art, it'll show that episode's artwork. So you get to see who the hosts are and you get to see the name of the the logo and you also get to see a couple screenshots so i've been trying to do that and it's been working out pretty well will that work on the lcd screen of my iriver i sure hope so it works yeah. on the zoom i mean i've had this thing since 2003 so i think it'll be okay how about all those old mp3 players oh there's a plethora i just love the move that they threw the eye on the front like everybody tried to to sound like <laughs> apple yeah definitely the eye tape recorder Okay, so your whole goal here is to get past the enemies or shoot them. Most of the time, you're just trying to run or float past them. We failed to mention that the reason it's like Atomic Robo Kid, whereas Atomic Robo Kid is a little robot kid who has flames shooting out his back and flames shooting out his bottom. It looks a little like alieny, really neat. Uh, the the jets on his back and on Atomic Robo Kid. This kid's just this blob, and he can jump and float. Yeah, if you keep hammering the jump button, you will keep jumping. And I like the idea behind it. You have um, not as responsive movement physics because you're in midair and aren't really applying as much friction to anything. So you're not as fluid. So it's it's appropriately floaty. It is floaty, yes. Yeah, it takes a little getting used to. I didn't even realize you had the multi-jump until... I died a few thousand times in up to stage three, but uh, once you get the hang of it, you might die like one thousand times a stage instead of 
thirty. Yeah. Thousand. I think this game teaches you along the way that you can do certain things like ducking. So Mega Man, go take a powder for honest, for real. Because here's a game from 1987 where you could duck. He had knees, and he's he's like his head touches the ground when he kneels down. But you can kneel, and not only can you kneel, you can crawl. So you can duck under some of these ships that are floating by. By the way, there's ships. There's um, rectangle things with uh, circles in the middle. There's a whole lot of generic type of crap that flies at you. And then there's uh, basically three big bossy types of characters. One's a big fish, and they're all robot. They're all just gray. One's a big fish. One's a Pac-Man, and one's well, a... One was kind of a bird. Yes, it's like a chicken that can fly. And murders you. And murder you. And he's very mechanical because when his wings go out a little bit, you see some um, mechanics down in there. Some yeah, there's some lettering and, too, like a brand name or something. Yeah, pretty neat stuff happening in here. Just, I think, too early for this to work. And yeah, also, uh, I had no idea you could crawl. Yeah, you could crawl. That got that. That would have got me past Robo Chicken a lot sooner. You could also shoot down when you're up in the air. You can angle what? your head down. Yeah, you can angle your head down. But most of the time, because you're hitting jump and to float and fire at the same time, you'll start to like dip down and probably get killed by the things. Oh, yeah, or fall in the water, which also kills you. Yeah, sometimes, but then yet you're on these octopus things and you can walk. So sometimes it's hard to know what the environment can and cannot do to you. So you figure out your multiple jumps because you have to, to get over these water areas. How do I do that? If you try to jump and then jump at the top of that jump, like you would like say in a Shinobi or something like that, which by the way, I think it was another making mechanics I wanted to put in there with Shinobi. But this one you hammer and you hammer and then you can jump, 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 jump. And guess what? On really long jump, 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 jumps, your energy starts to wear out and you keep going down and you're hammering faster and faster and faster, but your guy keeps dipping down and down and dead. Yeah, also, if you um, if you fall from a high enough height, you actually uh, <laughs> land and are stunned for a second, which I thought was, yes. it was annoying because there was yet another way to die, but... You rub your hiney. Yeah. <laughs> which was amazing. So I didn't mind, well, I did mind that I kept getting killed that way. Because it was sort of haphazard as when you were going to hurt your hiney or not. But you actually sit there and rub your hiney. And it's so funny because you have your little dudes as your one-ups. And I wish I would have changed my one. I don't know what the dip switches were, but I was just on three men. And yeah. I'm going to talk about that in a little while. But go ahead. What you got? Uh, well, I was going to agree with you. Like, the little dudes in the corner, when you die, they're like, they oh, no. Yes, they're they, all like, frantic. Their face. It's great, yeah. Very, very funny animation. When you fall from a great height, you're almost upside down, a little bit diagonal, and your little hands and your little legs are just rolling around. And it's sort of like, I don't know if it's perverted or if it's like kicking a puppy. It's sort of in between there because he's falling all the way down before he turns into a, a balloon that had all of the air left out of it. But that's uh, towards the later levels when you have to fly up really high things. And as I mentioned, because you get tired... You have to really be careful of how many times you're flapping your legs to fly because once you get to the very top ridge, you might not be able to make it onto that top ridge and then it's all the way back down and you might as well just bite it because all the enemies have returned. Once you get to the end of a level, you try to slip down this 
air duct, and that makes a time ball freak out warp to the next stage. Another thing that the game teaches you is that you can defeat the big enemies. You don't think you can. The easiest one is Pac-Man. If you hammer on Pac-Man long, 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 sometimes he freezes and then he becomes a giant time ball freak out warp area. It's just these balls that go all, all over the place. And if you play the game time warp, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, there's also these bonus levels that happen, which usually it's no bonus. <laughs> what, what, I can't remember what the exact phrasing was. You got no bonus. You got or you no, have no bonus. Something, or something like, that. like that. Yeah. So remember on that one, if you look like you're not going to be able to pick up all the bonus balls, head down the air duct because then you will get bonuses. Don't try to capture everything in there. Uh, I didn't even realize there was one on the stage. I yeah. always try to go for them all. I, I only missed like one of the three that I was playing. Uh, oh, okay, good, good. Yeah, I only started getting all of them towards the later levels, which uh, yeah. in some parts of them were easier, a lot easier. Yeah, the first one, I was afraid everything in there was going to kill me. <laughs> That's another thing. I thought what Pac-Man's putting out, there's these red dots. I thought, oh, good, another power-up, because the power-ups are dots. Let's talk about the power-ups, because that's probably the best thing about this game. Yeah, they're kind of a crapshoot. They uh, are. What you're going to get is, I mean, I guess you could memorize the colors, but uh, it's a decent variety. There's three plus a point one. So there's this little, like, flower bulb. That's what I was thinking it was, this little green bulb. I thought it was like the egg from, like, Alien. Or that. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. So when you shoot that, there's a little orb inside that sort of floats up. And the most satisfying is the blue orb because that makes you a giant, a giant, cute one of these things, and you're and invincible. And you just go, you just go, you go like things, hell. Yeah, things explode. You don't. And for you're once. like, it's great. Eat this. Suck it. Suck it, monsters. Yeah, I don't think you can. Sh- you can't shoot in that, but you don't nope. have to. Nope. You just run into them, but you can float. You can float up high. You can do a lot of different things. Some some areas you can't get into. And a lot of these places, you'll be able to run to a certain spot. And if you see another area with one of these alien pods, stop by it for a while. Kill some enemies around there. Stop by it. Because when you shrink back down and you shoot that, there's a good chance that it might be another blue one. So there's a blue one to make you giant. There's a green one that makes you uh, multiple versions of yourself, sort of like um, Samurai Spirit. So you have multiple versions of you, which is the real you. You could still get killed, but these other decoys can do damage too by running into the enemies. Then there's one that I don't know what color it is. It might be orange or something. And that makes orange you or yellow, a bunch I of think. minis. The yellow is points. Yeah, a thousand okay. points or something. Big deal. You're going to be spending a thousand dollars on here. Who cares about points? Yeah, your points are going to die every time you continue. So really. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, if you hang around too long, you also get the Doctor Who things happening, much like the last game where something appears to get you if you're taking too long. And here, if you stay in one place just trying to kill a lot of enemies, these two Doctor Who things start flying around you. There's no way to defeat them. You're going to be dead. very hard to escape them. I never stayed still that long because okay. I was just panicking and trying not to die. <laughs> Sometimes you want to keep way to the top. Sometimes you want to walk along the ground. And sometimes you want to try to be in the middle. It's, it's, a, it's a lot of strategy to this title. Unfortunately, the hit detection is horrible. Oh, you, yeah. There were, there were some straight up complete cheap shots where yeah. 
A, I should have killed. The, my favorites are the ones where you're shooting, you get hit and die, and then the thing you shot dies right after you. Like, it yeah. explodes, and you're like, oh, no, I thought I won that. My big complaint about this is, okay, I turned into the balloon and I'm deflating. My balloon landed right over that air vent. Can't I just go through the air vent as a balloon? Come on, give me that. There was one stage where it was it was against the robot chicken thing, and I just pounded away at it. At one point, I got it right on an invincibility frame on its part, so it wasn't hitting me, and I just dashed under it. Exactly, and you have to yeah. do that a lot to the fish and to the chicken. They're very hard to destroy. I've only destroyed the fish and the Pac-Man. Pac-Man was pretty easy as long as he, he doesn't send his Pac-Balls at you too much, but his Pac-Balls can be destroyed as well, and sometimes there's two Pac-Mans coming at you from either side. And these really are 3D rendered Pac-Mans. There, there's no yeah, they look good. Robots. Yeah, they look pretty good. They, yeah. they shoot out their red balls kind of weirdly, but like I said, some of this stuff is so good. There's so much rep- repetition in it. Let's toss over to Mr. Lobo to tell us What we just talked about for 20 minutes, and he'll sum it up in two minutes. Push one player start button. You are an eyeball. A gooey, sticky eyeball creature with a marshmallow body. Perhaps from playing too many video games. Are you in an ancient ruin surrounded by runes? Rising from the floor are hideous biomechanical monkey monsters from H.R. Geiger's pet store. You can shoot bubbles from your eyeball head to destroy them, flying discs, and menacing UFOs. Is this really happening? Or, like in Shadowlands, you're just tripping Dragon Balls. Don't blink! Because you can never unsee the eye-popping horror that is... Mutant Night! Thanks, Mr. Lobo. Mr. Lobo's final appearance on this year's 2017 version of the October Spooktacular. Hang on to it. Savor it. We almost had to get Alice Cohen. Could you imagine that? Oh, no. Uh, all the monsters would fall down the bog hole after their shoe fell off. What are we going to do if they're barefoots? Uh, I mean, you you might be okay with one barefoot. Yeah, you're okay with one barefoot, but as soon as the one barefoot falls off, that's the end of it. Yeah, well, in the bog hole. Bog hole city. Yeah. Did you ever go to bog hole city? No, nah, I kind of hovered over it. A- it's literally a city made out of bog holes. Like, is it like bog holes on bog holes? Like, I'm trying to visualize this and... Where, where can I get the tourism flyer? Like, I'm, I'm very curious. Dutch Wonderland. Dutch oh. Wonderland advertises this, yes. That makes sense. Yeah. Here's two things about this game. You mentioned that, thankfully, you do have a checkpoint, which is unmarked, an unmarked checkpoint. But some of the later levels, when you're going up these long shafts, which you feel like you're getting shafted, the starting point is at the bottom of the shaft. But then if you get up a little bit more, maybe halfway through the next tunnel, then you're okay. You start from there. But the problem with the checkpoints is if you used one of the alien eggs, it does not return. So you do not get your power shot. Oh, there's a spread shot, too. There's a spread shot. 
Oh yeah, Makes, yeah, I did get that. That once. works very well. That works very that well. Yeah. yeah, and but these have limited times as well. All of them have limited times. Yeah, I think once I got the um, three for multiple back when I recheckpointed. Yeah, like, I think I still had it on me, but I think it was because I was hammering the button so fast. The game was like, uh, I guess there's still three of you. Sometimes they do give you one start over with the power up. In fact, I think there was one time I had I had two times where they started me with the power up, but it's very rare. And if you have to put in another coin, it's usually not there. But it's kind of weird how the other coins work sometimes. Um, but his death animation takes a little too long, and then a little too long to switch to the screen where you could put more coins in. And that was the most frustrating thing to me, because how many levels is this freaking game? I'll tell you how many levels. 4.30 in the morning levels. That's how many levels there are in this game. Because I needed to complete this game. And I was like, okay, uh, 15 levels, I think I'm going to get to it. 20 levels. I think it's 20 levels. 20th level was a bonus stage. So I'm like, okay, well, maybe they went 21. Kind of weird number, but okay, 21. Yeah, man, I'm inside of the... the the monster i'm inside of it i see its ribs and its guppies i must be at, at the end no it's just another ribs and guppies that i forgot that i already went through several times <laughs> and uh not the end so i thought okay they're gonna make it 25 no because then i hit another bonus level and then i level 25 was something very unremarkable looking then you're at these levels in the 20s and you're fighting multiple bosses you're fighting two pac-mans and you're fighting a fish and a chicken i'm like okay that's that's got to be the end nope more levels okay they gotta only go to 30 35 40 they got this gotta be over 40 there's no way they're gonna go past 60 levels 60 levels of the same thing that's too many that's (laughs) that's way too many 50 too many yeah like I, I think I got into the early teens. Basically, the first time you run into fire and the black background, I'm like, all right, well, I'm already in hell. Uh, the Fuma Shuriken are exploding and killing me. Oh, right. No matter where I float. So it's like, all right, um, this is the end. You just die in hell. <laughs> that's that's a much better ending because yeah. you don't get an ending. You get a couple words. It says like good end or something. <laughs> I was kind of sad because there's that one uh, scene in the attract mode where it shows you taking over one of the robots and driving it. What? One of the fish. Yeah. You were driving the fish through the level kind of like you would as a giant dude. But then another fish came up and blew it up. I bet you could do that. Oh, my gosh. I I, I didn't see how he got in there. But, yeah, watch the attract mode. But it's like a forest level that I didn't even see on the loop that I did make. So I got to be able to do that. Yeah. I bet you dive bomb into it. When you duck in the air, you sort of dive bomb. Uh, Real small. Was it. Oh, I'm going to go try that. That's not going to help me because I'm never going to play through 60 levels again. Because no. at 4.30 in the morning, I was drooling. And I had carpal tunnel. <laughs> I had carpal tunnel like after level 3. So that's this game. Uh, Mutant Knight. I recommend you check out the guy. I, I recommend that you play maybe one or two levels. You don't even need to play that. Get giant. Get giant once. See how satisfying that is. And see how cute this little guy is. Watch him be so concerned that his other self is dying and is shaking. 
and covering his eyeballs. And especially when there's multiple men down there, they're all shaking at the same time. And, you know, the, the Japanese sweat's coming off of them. And you get large within the first five levels. So you, you, you will you get there on like, I don't know, your second or 70th dollar. I think that's one of the first power-ups. So I think yeah. uh, I think that's fun. And I think that you even float during that one when you first get it. But yeah, check out this guy, uh, Mutant Knight 1987 by UPL. It's too bad that it's not good. Yeah. Because if it would have had a little more, if, if Atomic Robo Kid would have come out a little closer to this being released, if they would have pushed back on this, and this could have been more like Atomic Robo Kid, I think you would have had a really great game. Atomic Robo Kid's a, a nice big target too. He's big. He's hard to maneuver sometimes. But Atomic Robo Kid's more like a big Darius. Like instead of taking three screens and your ship being real tiny and uh, these boring things flying at you. I love Darius. Don't get me wrong. I have every yeah. Darius. I bought it, paid $120 for it when it came out in Japan for the Turbo Graphics. Don't get me wrong about Darius. I love it. I mean, the whole thing about Darius is giant bosses. There's no doubt about it because tension, a giant battleship, crabs in your pants approaches. There's nothing like that. Crest, crest, crest. But Atomic Robokid was also one of my favorites, and it was when I played on my Turbo Graphics. As was Rabiolepis. I like Rabiolepis as well, but you're a very small rabbit, and. Um, it's hard to punch. Punching is cool when your rabbit gets close and was able to punch someone. He also walks along the bottom, much like a Hanatakadaka or Fantasy Zone. Oh, okay. oh so, well, with the Opo. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can yeah, walk when he's, yeah. So that's what Rabiolepis can do. I like that shooter. It has parallax. It has a lot going on. But that's a really character-driven game. You know, you have to love that character, I think. I think you love Atomic Robokid because he walks kind of, he waddles. He's kind of cute, and he's he's a robot, and he's got a snorkel nose. So, and the dragon it. friend. Yeah, don't forget about that, friends. Check out Mutant Knight, and then play Atomic Robo Kid, and see the unbelievable jump in technology that a year makes. We often mention this on the show. What a difference a year makes! It can be stunning, phenomenal. Some games go back. Some games go back in time, but the majority of good game manufacturers, manufacturers that release games every year, whatever chips got released <laughs> in those years just doubled and tripled, I think, some of the processing power and the ability to draw sprites and the amount of enemies and the, the stick together. The nice thing about Mutant Knight is the slowdown. So when Pac-Man comes on, be thankful Pac-Man's there because he slows the whole screen down with all his little bubbles coming out and you can finally try to do something. Oh, yeah. So. yeah. Feeling with that with RoboKid, the designer, learned from his mistakes in Mutant Knight and was like, we've released that? Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Snorkel nose now. Now we got to do this. <laughs> I wish they would have brought back a little Mutron. He would have been great, even like it's just as a cameo or like a secondary power up in a Robocat. It would have been just have him hang around or just or maybe pop him into something else. He was in the armor. Maybe. But then you wouldn't see him all cute and doing everything. What's your thoughts? Same. I know. <laughs> what did you write in the thing? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Well, my reaction was not work safe. Jeebus fart. Mutant Knight. <laughs> uh, that, that was pretty much... Uh, cheese and Crackers right after I died. All, Yes, Cheese and Crackers, Mutant Knight. That was at 1 in the morning. I didn't have those extra three hours in me. <laughs> That's what you I needed. I, went, I took a nap, and then I went shopping at 
four in the morning. Was not like, worth it. it does. I didn't look it up in a book or anything else. I really just wanted to see how many levels they could do over and <laughs> over and over and over again. I have no idea who would play it this long. And a lot of times it was just trying to line up your fall so that you would fall right into the vent. Because if you fall next to the vent, you'd hurt your hiney and then yep. you'd get murdered. But if you could yep. fall right into the vent, you would get the time warp ball freak out. Time ball ball freak out. Hey, everybody. Thanks for We Talk Games. It's been a great spooktacular. First of all, we had the same game twice, I think. Uh, I, I got to play Demon. Not the first Demon, the second Demon, and not the other Demon, which was the shooter Demon. But I got to play the second Demon that we talked about early at the top of the month, month, and I really was sad that I didn't get to be on that episode because that little cute Dracula was amazing. And once again, so we had two games that were very Chinese-Japanese mythos. Everyone had Jason in it. <laughs> Though, so you had your your umbrellas with one eyeball, and then you had guys in uh, Jason hockey masks. They don't even have hockey in Japan, so I really don't get the obsession. <laughs> they must just think that's you know a Jason thing, like Jason made up that mask. <laughs> mm. I really like the second mutant that we talked about, and uh, not mutant. Who cares? Demon, demon. I like the second demon that we talked about, and uh, last week's game, a classic, and this week's game. Not a hidden gem, but a hidden something. A hidden character. That's what I yeah. think it was. A hidden char- a hidden personality that we need in Mario Clash. Is that what that's called for Nintendo? Which one? Is it the fighty one or the yeah, drivey one? Yeah, the fighty one. one. Fighty that's one. a Smash Bros. Yeah. He'd be a Smash Bro. We need him to team up with Atomic Robo Kid. With what they crammed in the last one, uh, they might as well. Let's, let's go. Give me Mutron. Give me Duke. I will only play as Mutron. Okay, everybody. Hey, back to Mr. Lobo to take us out of Oktoberfest. What's next month? Stinky told me there's going to be a Cunnilingiary. I don't know what that could possibly mean. Thank you, Mr. Lobo, once again for being a part of the Spooktacular. We're the only podcast, Spooktacular, that has Mr. Lobo and me. I'm Wiggly. And I'm Chris Nicobon. Until next October, watch out for Scott Crabulas. And I hope that you like us. Bye-bye. This is Mr. Lobo, host of Cinema Insomnia and your guide to the unknown. We'd like to thank We Talk Games for inviting Mr. Lobo once again to be a part of their annual month-long spooktacular. Until next year, remember, they're not bad video games. Just misunderstood. Happy Halloween and game over. <laughs> <laughs>